0: Welcome everyone to the Gallant Few, the Rangers podcast. I'm Davy Polk. I'm going to be your host this evening as we pick over the bones of uh, this afternoon's events at Ibrox, Rangers versus Motherwell. Quite a few uh, things to get through. Uh, not all of them that pleasant, but some of them are. So we've assembled uh, a massive cast at no pit expense whatsoever, uh, and. Just gets, we'll just get launched straight into it. So, Bill in the in the north, and we've got Scott, and we've got Curry. So we're going to hear all flavours of using uh, and, and matters Rangers. I'm sure some of them uh, might be edited out later on. But here we go. So we had uh, the the team today. Motherwell three o'clock kick off Sunday afternoon. Motherwell, you know they've actually been in quite a decent run of form. Motherwell, but we uh, I was expecting a. Uh, uh, an easier afternoon than what we got. So I'm just going to run through the team just to uh, give you. I think we were down to somewhat of the bare bones today, but here we go. We had Butland, Tav, Goldson, Davis, Borna, Lundstrom, Sifuentes, Lammers, Wright, Matondo, and We had uh, the BBC listed this as a 4 2 1, but I mean, I would be uh, intrigued to hear your opinions on, on what you thought the formation actually was. I thought Scott Wright was just uh, giving a free pass to go wherever he liked. But uh, so off we went, and you would have to say we didn't get off to the best start. It was uh, Motherwell seemed to be, uh, you know, getting hurting us more than we were hurting them at the, at the start of the game. So Bill, just uh, to get us kicked off, what was your, your view on the team that the starting lineup? Obviously, we were carrying some injury issues at the moment. But how do you think we uh, we kicked off this game? Because I I was concerned from the outset.
1: I, uh, I actually thought uh, Andrew, the the pod had picked the team the day, given that Scott Wright and Robbie Matondo were both playing. Uh, I have no idea what the formation was supposed to be to begin with. Uh, much like you, I thought Scott Wright just looked as if he had a free role. Uh, <laughs> It kind of looked as if Lundstrom was in his usual sort of sitting in front of the centre-backs trying to screen the defence and Sifuentes was at points looked like he was trying to do some sort of centre-midfield stroke box-to-box midfielder role. I I didn't really get what he was all about today. Yeah, yeah, bit bit of a weird one, weird team selection for me, Um, but you know, the injuries notwithstanding, I kind of thought, based on what Kumar Roof's done recently, I thought he should have played, but I don't know if the manager's trying to protect him a wee bit, given his injury history and, and maybe keep him for Europe or something like that.
0: Yeah, well, I think the manager commented today after the game that normally he wouldn't have uh, listed Roof and Seema as subs, but such was a uh, dearth of fit players that they actually ended up on the bench. And so she was an absolutely massive concern. You would have to say with, with the size of the squad of golf, you know, because I mean, it wasn't so long ago we were we were actually, uh, you know, touring Europe trying to punch Scott right, and here as he ends up getting a start on the team today. Scott, coming to you next, what were, were, uh, what was your take on on, on the game to the, the side that started? I mean, I would have thought against a Motherwell side, we should have been a, a couple of levels up above, you know, the the, the Motherwell team that we were up against because they had their own injury concerns, you know, getting into today. So. Uh, they weren't at full strength But we seem to make uh, Heavy weather of it
2: I think what he was Trying to do today In terms of He's obviously started With the same centre back, center back Partnership now For You know The last three the last three matches He's trying to keep That consistency And I think he liked What he saw against Betis in terms From uh, Lundstrom And Sifuentes On Thursday night as well um, So I think he's trying to Get some sort of Core together Given the circumstances He's he's working with Just now Um whether it worked or not, it's, it's, a, it's a matter of opinion. Um, But bringing Scott Wright in did baffle me when I saw the line-up, I need to be honest. Um, And it shows you how far we've, how far we've either fallen or how far Robbie Matondo's come when, we're, when, from what I'm seeing in Twitter, his support seemed kind of devastated that he's got a big injury tonight. So when it came to summer, I don't think that would really have bothered anybody. Um, I think... Uh, the, rec- the recruitment has come back to bite us in the backside because we didn't get a winger. We didn't... I've been getting on a centre-back, but I'll, I'll lay off at the night just because we're keeping clean sheets at the minute. Um, we've, we've not replaced Alfredo Morelos or Ryan Kent. It's a real desters, isn't he? He's not showing nothing. He's not showing nothing. He's come away with a couple of assists and things like that um, when Rangers are flying the counter-attack, but... Overall, he's not mobile enough to, to work the centre-backs enough for, for the way Will, Will wants to play when he's playing the one-striker up front. He's nodding enough, but obviously because we've got the injury to Danilo and Roof can be a wee bit um, unpredictable in terms of injuries, we don't really know, we don't really have any other option, to be fair. I was quite happy to see Lovelace in the bench today, um, but I've I've been a big advocate for only bringing a youth on in a competitive match when we're comfortable and within my performance and with a couple of goals ahead I think that's when you can bring a young boys on to give them a wee bit of a wee bit of breathing space Um, but the way I've got to see it tonight is it's three points the a clean sheet I mean that's the only real the only real way to sum it up to be honest with you David
0: yeah uh, there's, uh, uh, there's, the devil's always in the detail here eh Curry, coming on to yourself, you know, be, uh, just give me your thoughts on on the starting lineup today before we uh, absolutely uh, lay into these chaps. Because I mean, I would I would have thought that the team that we we started with should have been enough to see off. I mean, I, I'm like Scott. I was surprised to see Scott right. I'm mean, I, I, I honestly thought that he was finished. You know, he would have made a you know kind of peripheral appearances, but I never thought uh, I would see Scott right as a first pick again. You know, after you know two trips to Turkey and. They, they sent them back. I think that tells its own story. But uh, what was your your take on on the starting lineup? Did we should have had enough there to see them off with, with a bit spare.
3: Well, I was sat. My mobile was underneath my my pillow because I like to keep it out of the way. And it's uh, football day, and all I could hear was it going off its head, and I just thought to myself, right, let's be all done. What 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 swerve ball has he put in that he could have such a reaction all the WhatsApp's messages coming through? But on a Twitter or Twitter X or whatever it's called. I went straight to the Rangers uh, account. I looked at it and then my first reaction was probably the exact same as everybody else's with the f- is he doing on? Disbelief. It was like, why? I, I still don't know why the guy is even still at this club. Twice he had done. He was done here to Turkey twice. And we still couldn't get bloody rid of him. And he still managed to come back. So it was as soon as you seen that, I'm like, well, there's something going on here. That's not... But you're right, Davy. But they, they should have still have, have enough to... To day, day, the day, the turn against Motherwell, even though they were third and we were sitting fourth, we're still miles above them. Supposedly miles above them on the quality footballers that we have at our club. Bill, before the yeah. the presser turned in and said to, uh, "Oh, he, the reason he brought him in was uh, he wanted a dribbler in the team." And I thought to myself, right, he wants a dribbler. My granddad, who's 87, would be a better dribbler than Scott Wright. And it was proved today, and it was just him at fault. It was every, every single one in that team. One guy said Bill's job today. All the rest of them were a bloody disgrace, and so was Bill. Not only who he starting living was, but what happened after it. And um, obviously, we'll go right through it later on, because that was unacceptable, totally unacceptable.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the stats from the match, you know, are actually don't read that that badly because you know we had sixty-two percent possession in in the game. We had seventeen shots. Lammers had eight shots on his own. He had eight shots in gold on his own, but we had 17 in total, seven on target, you know, as opposed to their four. Uh, we had two corners, each which was a bit disappointing. We showed you, you know, how, how much we were in their box, but so, so that I mean, in terms of the stats, but it was a uh, we just didn't d- dominate that game as I would I expect, you know, Rangers to play against Motherwell. So, well, coming back to yourself, I mean, as things were. Uh, I, I was getting concerned, you know, in the first half, is, is, is that we weren't going to dominate the game as much as I would I hoped we would, because uh, Motherwell were were having a go at us and, and, and having get some success because I thought they had they had a couple of good chances in the first half to, uh, to, to you know hurt us, uh, which they didn't take. Uh, but the, the eventually when we did get the goal, it was actually a nice piece of work, you know, Sifuentes feeding through to Scott Wright, Scott Wrights obviously. His wee moment of glory in the day was play it first time, and uh, which obviously gets them, you know, on the back foot. And and, and Matondo eventually has the shot, which uh, comes off Dessers. So and, and and at that point, I'm thinking, right, okay, there's a, we've got the goal. We should now take it on from here. You know, we've had a, a good result in midweek. You know, we've had a kind of shaky start, but we're now a goal ahead. Let's go and uh, take this team to town. But it never happened. We just uh, we just kept. It never really moved up from there. So, I mean, and as things progressed through the first half, I mean, where were we going wrong here? I know that the Matondo injury changed things, and it, I I thought that was a bizarre moment. That that was a, a what the fuck is happening here when he takes Matondo off, and John Souter comes on. I'm thinking, this is uh, get Pedro Cashinha stamped all over it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, I probably concur with you there. So I I don't know. On the Scott Wright question, right. I'm I'm no in the anti Scott Wright brigade. I think he can be a good player. He's just he's not consistent enough. Um mm-hmm. he's he's no he's no ideal, but um you know, he does a job a lot of the time when we've played him in the past. Uh but I I was a bit like you. Matondo got injured and I, I think You know, he he looked as if he was getting back up and going to start running about again. And Sima, I think, had been warming up to come on and replace him. And then a couple of minutes later, Matondo decides he needs to come off and here's John Suter coming on. But I actually spent about 10 seconds quite excited going, I wonder if we'll go to a back three and push and tab and Borna right up and actually start to play with some proper width and really have a go at this mob and put them to the sword. And... If that's what we've done now, you know, I, I've liked the idea of back three for a while. I think we've got to have in Borna and it, it relieves them a bit of their defensive responsibilities. It means they can just get forward and put crosses in. And I thought if that was going to be the case, I was really looking forward to seeing it. But that's not what materialised. What materialised was like 60% of the time, the, the three centre-backs were just passing the ball between themselves. And then occasionally one of them would knock it to Lundstrom, who'd knock it back to one of them. And that that seemed to be most of the game. And I hate to to bring up the dreaded H words, but was it back to like a wee bit of the horseshoe? You know, that's that's what it looked like to me for long spells today. I've said this loads about Michael Beale's Rangers team, and it was true again for me today. Is what we lacked was urgency, just no urgency, just lazy, bored on the ball. No wanting to move it forward, nobody making the runs, nobody getting into spaces, nobody running the channels, nothing like that. Uh, I, I, I don't know where we go for here, you know. I, I keep hoping these these players that he's brought in are going to come good. I keep hoping that his, his team selection is going to settle down and we'll see what the Michael Beale system is. But he's been here almost a year now and I've still no idea what the Michael Beale system is. Uh, I thought that further on in the game, uh, it, it got even more bizarre because, like in the later stages, when we should have had some more attacking players on trying to actually kill this game off and get another goal, we had three central defenders with John Lundstrom and Ryan Jack screening the defence. Now, against Motherwell, I- Ibrox, <clears throat> you don't need three central defenders and two holding midfielders. And actually, that, that might be a bit unfair to Lundstrom because I thought he played okay today. And, you know, th- there was a couple of moments in the game where he looked as if he was the one willing to get on the ball and drive us up the park, but it was only a few moments. Um, so to have that number of players content to sit in their own half and and not really players that are out there to create something against Motherwell, when you're only 1-0 up, it, it's just bizarre, Davy. absolutely bizarre. I can't understand it.
0: Yeah. Scott, coming on to yourself, I mean, when we move to three at the back, 38 minutes, Suter rolls on. He's on the pitch. we now gets three central defenders. We've got Lundstrom and Sifuentes, you know, in, in front of them. I mean, Bill, has just mentioned, I think we've got the horseshoe baked into this this outfit because, you know, with that level, those numbers of players in there, that's just what they're going to do. That's where their strength lies, just holding on possession, nice wee, cute passes. When we need a bit of penetration and and we I don't know what Michael Beale was trying to do. What was your take in, on that substitution in terms of uh, bringing on moving three to the back with the with already two kind of holding midfielders on the pitch? I mean if I don't know who, who you thought we were playing.
2: Scott. I know, I know. Hey. I don't know that we're good at horseshoe fit, but to be honest with you, David, we get spanked 5-1 away to PSV. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't a good combination play, that wasn't a good defending, that wasn't nae... a being unable to penetrate, that was just shite. And that's what's getting produced just now. It's just utter shite. It's not good enough. I mean, obviously I says in the chat I didn't see a game a day because I was working, but when I was uh, going by comments and seeing this out and the next thing for where I was listening to a game, I was like Motherball's putting us under pressure in the last couple of minutes. Fucking Motherball. Like, it's just, it's bizarre. It's it's bizarre. And there's no point in sitting shouting about bail out and get him sacked and all this kind of stuff because it's not going to happen. It's just simple this board aren't going to act on a 1-0 win. It's just not going to happen. It's it's, it's proven. Bill needs a couple of bad results to, and the title needs to be gone before this board's actually going to Sharpen the knife, sharpen the axe, and get them It's just not going to happen. So we're stuck with them. So we just need to try and wade through this as best as we can as a support, I think. Um, in terms of tactics, I'm, I'm, I'm with Bill. I've been shouting about a 3 5 2 all season, but you need natural pace and width, good width to be able to do that. I didn't see Tavern every day, so I don't know what, he's, what he was up to or Borner, but um, I've wanted Red Van in that full back role left back because he gives you pace, he offers something different and what are we, what are we going to do now and when we play Livingston on Wednesday night? Are we going to play Redman at left mid? Because we've got no other width in the team now with Matondo being injured We're in a really, really bad way but it's so critical how, how our injury list is looking right now in terms of attacking options the only saving grace is we have kept three clean sheets and if you keep three clean sheets usually that gives you a base and something to work after but um in terms of going forward, I can of I I don't know what he's trying to do. We've all been saying the same thing all season. Um in terms of how he's trying to play, what his style of play is, what his tactics are. Is he going narrow, is he going wide? I mean there's just absolutely nothing to watch going forward. And quite simply it's not good enough. But I'm sick of saying the same thing over and over again because I if, if they bored them. They're going to act. They bored them. They're going to get rid of them. So, do you know what I mean? I, I'm just at kind of point now where I'm past wanting to be and I'm just like, right. I'll just tune in and see what Rangers turn up, kind of thing. And if it happens, yeah. it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't.
0: Yeah, C- Curry. I mean, I, I think Scott's, uh, you know, mentioned that and Bill mentioned that. You know, the, the style. Like, there's no obvious plan here for me I, I, because I think. You know, as Bill has just mentioned, the idea when we go three at the back, we've got two holding midfielders. Your two fullbacks eventually are effectively wingbacks. So I was hoping that they and you know and stretch them wide and, and get further up the park, but it didn't, didn't really seem to have that effect on on our performance. So I was feeling a wee bit shortchanged, to be honest, in terms of you know our, our ability to uh, cut them cut them open and, and start creating some chances. So. What was what was your take on, on, on that substitution in, in in particular? Because I, I thought Bill made that up in the spur of the moment. That was
3: uh, straight off the cuff. That that's Bill Ball. That was straight out of Bill Ball's Walker room that uh go back to when uh, the actual first incident happened when Rabbi went down. Uh the first thing we seen we were off the bench, we seen Timmy uh Shima warming up. So Right, must be a straight swap, good. Keep it keep the pace on. This was before we seen what Sima was bloody like as well. But we saw that, right? Five minutes later, Rabbi goes down and he gets took calf and he puts Su- suit on. And I'm like, What the f- what the fuck's going on here? I was like, right, fair enough, right? Mother will we playing, three at the back, get the bangers to push up forward, get to have a proper attack, but he never done that. But Bill said it was we we actually nearly had near enough had a back six. That's the way we were playing. Bill shot it. He absolutely shot it today. And it was the same. I know we we've now went through the game on Wednesday, but it was the exact same as we Wednesday. As soon as we went went one 0 up, that's it. The we seemed to go under shell, then the second half we pushed forward and we looked as if the full team were trying. Lonnie was the only one that maybe got a pass mark, but he wasn't that good either. He, he lost the ball quite a lot on all heavy touches. I want to know who's doing new coaching with footwork, because the, the touch that we have is absolutely fucking abysmal. I've seen three-legged dogs have better ball control than that lot. And it's not just one, it's them all their passings it's rushed, it's quick. They, they, we can't get rid of the ball quick enough. There's three passes. It, it's just not good enough. And the thing that gets me is, if that was was Bill's mind, that he was wanting to get the back three and the two bangers pushed up, and we ended up with a back six. Where's Tavenier? Where's Tavenier? No tell. Lassie, get fucking up there. Stop coming back. We don't need you here. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I don't understand it at all. And for me, we got three points. We won. Well, Marvel deserved to win the day. As simple as that. And I'm I was about to say I'm glad Bull's away, but I'll tell you what, watching that game today made my eyes bleed more than what seeing that shirt that Bulls wearing in the night. That's how bad it was. Sorry,
0: Bill I <laughs> I knew it was bad. I never realised it was as bad as
3: that. <laughs> Hi <laughs> David Honestly, God, yeah, right. it's Just it's just to let everybody know That's probably watch, listening to Spotify And all the other social medias That are not watching YouTube uh, Bill's got one of his fantastic shirts again uh, it, it's, it's, it's basically one of the if you, For me to describe it Do you know the cards you get When they do the, the colour blind That's when you go to the opticians right? They play yeah, oh, black yeah. cards right
0: that's that's basically the shirt that Bill's got on tonight. Right, oh, that, I, I knew and seen it somewhere. <laughs> well, coming back to you, I mean, we got to <laughs> half time. We're one 0 up. We've got a chance to reset all of this. Have a go at the opposition in the second half, and uh, we come out and not not much changes at all, to be honest. So we're we're not gonna, kind of, I don't. War of attrition here, we Motherwell but they were they creating as many chances as we were. So it was, uh, this was not this was a genuine contest until we get that second goal, and it was all uh, quite nervy. And the crowd were, you know, as 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 Curry's just mentioned the number of times that the the, the ball this passes go astray. I just I just wonder what they do in the training ground of a day because you would have thought that we we need pace in this team as 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 we've spoke about many times. And you know, but our ability mm-hmm. to play at pace just means we just give the ball away, and um, Motherwell we're, were we're in and is. So what what what's the what advice would you give to Michael Beale about that that team and and what did he say to them at half time?
1: What was the? Do uh, you know? Um, one thing I would say is I'm glad I'm not in his shoes trying to manage that lot. Uh, but what really frustrates me is most of those guys have you know especially the ones that have been us longer have shown that they are capable at, at points of playing nice one touch passing football and um you know some of the stuff that we were doing today basic five ten yard passes I, I just beggared belief um I, I thought there were a couple of positives i, I thought ben davies looked no bad he, he looked comfortable enough um And that's been a couple of games in a row where I've thought that about him. And I I had kind of written him off before. So I'm glad that, you know, he's kind of not necessarily proved me wrong. But I I think, you know, he was uh, one of the the few positives today. But I just, I don't understand it. This shuffling the ball around between the defenders. Try and get it forward. Lose it. Sometimes you're losing it and leaving yourself open. And, you know, they're, they're then coming and putting the pressure on you. Just nuts, Stevie. Just nuts. I I, yeah. I don't know what advice you could offer Michael Bale in that, that scenario. Um I mean it, it is it should be basic. We try angles, pass the ball between you, move up the pitch, or put it out wide and get it to somebody that's got a bit of pace to go and run at the defenders, but we're not doing any of those things.
0: I think what made it more a wee bit more frustrating was that the, the chance which they carved out for Lammers, which uh, created was which was a lovely passing move. Which ended up, you know, with Tavernier on the right, who pings it over and Lamers uh, volleys it past the post. I mean, I had that gone in; that would have been uh, there been some goal. And so that wee uh, that we example there of shown you that they can do it, but they just don't do it often enough. It which was I think that just adds to my frustration, to be honest. You know, when you know so many of the passes go astray, then when it does click, the ball gets to Lamers. He volleyed it; it does go past the post, and you're thinking, well, they do have it in them. They just don't do it often enough, and. I, I don't know what the, the solution is there, but maybe it's just better quality players we need, but, which I think we, uh, we've discussed many times. Scott, I mean, the this team, you know, should have been, uh, we, we should have put Motherwell to the sword, as Bill mentioned earlier, out of sight. We should have been out of sight for this, but they stayed in the game, they stayed in the game, and the longer that second half went on, you know, the nerves mm-hmm. started to creep in, and we realised, you know, hold on a minute, we're uh, we're, we're teetering on the brink here. Were you confident that we we, we would uh, see this out? Because that
2: wasn't. Um, <sighs> eh, no, I can't say I was. Um, I just don't trust this team. I don't trust um anything about it. I, I started to see something maybe shaping up on Thursday night against Betis when we actually been out and we, <clears throat> we had a goal. And the handbrake came off to an extent. I'm not seeing it come off fully. i have seen it come off to an extent. Um, we actually looked all right. We controlled the match. We dominated play. Obviously, Europeans, fit, European football is different to domestic football. Um, but no, the you answer your question, Davy, I, I really don't trust this team to go out and get a job done. And I think uh, Wednesday night is possibly going to be the biggest game of might go Rangers' career now because if Livingston put us out which is which is a decent chance of happening going by how we played today um, he's gone. If we don't win the League Cup he's away as far as I'm concerned because that will be another trophy that under him or Gerard that we've yet to, that we've yet to win there's there's, there's far too many. We two semi finals last season. We get put out. We, we gave him allowances for that because it wasn't his team. This is his team and it's worse. It's worse. Mm-hmm. I feel a lot worse this season than what I did watching Rangers last season. When we had Tillman and all the likes. Yeah. Um Absolutely. Selling selling fashion sakala was the biggest mistake of the summer for me. I've yeah. probably been fashion's biggest. Fanboy since Bill came in last year as our biggest goal contributor for January onwards. it was absolutely outstanding. We fashion. And I, fair enough, we need the money. But I think if we, if we ask everybody in the comments now, who would you rather? Sakala or Matondo? I think it's an outright winner in terms of Sakala because we know he's going to affect a match. If you get him, the boy's going to do something with it. We've not got enough players just now that can get the ball and do something with it. Skin a man, create a chance. That moment of magic. It's just it's not on us team. Yeah, and, and, and
0: pace, we, we obviously
2: high, no pace, aye, aye. Pace is the other thing I've been going on about, which is why I think Ridvan's such a big piece of the puzzle. Borner's Bonner's looks as if he's torn a caravan sometimes. no wonder The Miles the guy's got in his legs, what a servant. But it's time a eh? Ridvan needs to be playing. If he's fit now, he needs to be playing. If you're starting it should, should have started the day.
0: So we should. Actually- Curry. Coming on to your cell, I mean, obviously, uh, Scott's just mentioned Wednesday night, uh, and I mean, you would have to say the last three games were three clean sheets, so I mean, I was just getting away with it. I mean, but what Scott's saying on Wednesday that that this is a this is a do or die moment for for Michael Beale. I know. I think uh, you know he's. In, in big games obviously thursday night was a big result for us we uh, we, we won the 1-0 against betis and i think that, that was a cause spanish teams you know on the whole are, are very good teams but we're playing livingston on wednesday it's a ibrox you know do, how does this one go Curry? because if uh, if we don't put them to the sword convincingly i would say then uh, the the pressure is just going to ramp up another couple of notches on michael Beale. and it's it just seems to be that 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 is ramping up the pressure because his room for a uh, for error is is probably just evaporated and there's probably nothing left. There's no more credit in the bank for him, and you know a result anything other than a resounding victory on Wednesday is is Michael Beal in the last chance saloon here.
3: Uh, I think he's already been there. Um, I'm I'm been trying to do my best and you're showing I'll probably have a goat man and all that. Uh, Bill shouldn't be out of club. I'm sorry. It's it's it was time for him to go after the all the firm game. Uh, the game in Wednesday saved his job. I think. Today they had a chance to go and continue how they played in the second half and they didn't. Muller will, uh, I've seen some people uh, disagree with me, but I've been talking in the chat. Muller will be the better side today. They played the better football. They were more composed. They put in the better attacks. The only thing that they never managed today was have a clinical striker. If they had a clinical striker today, they would have probably beat us 3-1. Because they a chance in the first half, and then they had two chances right at the end. One that Butlin made an absolutely outstanding save. Another one that came across and hot tav after leg. He didn't know anything about it. He just half his knee and bounced back out again. It could have quite easily been the back of the net. The the whole danger side are really rank rotten right now, except for our goalie. He's the only positive this season's brought. Last season. We're worse this season than we were last season. Totally agree with Scott, with fashion. I'm the same. I was always a fashion fanboy. Everybody will know when I should come on here and talk about him. I absolutely loved the guy. He made two major blunders, and everybody made their mind up that, oh, he's no good enough for Rangers. But bro, I'm 13 million quid's worth of up front. And every single one of them are fucking shite. I tried to defend Dessers. I have been, and you all know yourself, I've been trying to defend this. He's too slow, he's no mobile enough, and he's actually worse in fashion for half-sides. And that's in the feet in itself, considering how slow that he moves. He's had three goals, two of them have actually hit half of him and went into the back of the net. So technically, is said one actual shot at goal that he's meant is he went in the back of the net? Lamers is too greedy. He runs into the bother, and the the, the guy's like, mean, he runs a bit as if he's got an, an octopus Underneath his waist. He just he's all over the place. He loses the ball. The ball gets trapped, and he drags it away, and he loses the ball. It's just seafood. I've got my picture on my avatar when I'm here. That's coming off very shortly. Seafo, I don't know what's happened to him since he's came to Rangers, but it's still suit him. And he's been really, really poor. Really poor. Because that's not the the player I watched for last season that he was playing. He was an out-and-out attacking midfielder. And he's basically hiding. And he's in half. He's one bit a good play the day that was it. I just I've got no faith in Bill at all. Uh, for Wednesday, will we win? That, that's how bad it is. I can't even turn around and say I probably because we we'll have been that bloody poor. Because we don't know what's going to be happening. We don't know that the, the injuries will any of the the, boy, the boys be back. We well, can't Bill Araske be back yet. I think they're roughly due to come back. Will they get a go? We born the Baris, each time we be, be still playing when we weren't young in. We had six, six players in our team today that have been in this team for last four or five years still playing. That says everything about our team, your board and our manager. I made a prediction at the start of the season and I get absolutely dog's abuse for it. That we'll win absolutely fuck all if Golson, Tavernier, and Boris Borna Barisic is still regular picks in this team, and that's what's happening. They're all getting picked, and we're being absolute garbage. And it is—I've already said he's going to cause Billy's job. And right at this moment, I—I I think I've said that team times. Rangers should be paying all the fans of it the day. Give them a refund. Right. Because that, 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 was a, that was a disgrace, uh. If any of us went into work and we performed like that, we'd be haunted at a P45. Because it actually did look as if they couldn't be fucking bothered. And that's what pisses me off, most. Is that i have never seen anybody get out there and show a bit of guts, a bit of passion, a bit of pride. There was nothing in that team today. It's just, it's no good enough. And I know people... There's a lot of people in there saying, "Ah, but Bill's this is the best. Uh, he's the best manager for 45 games. But was he won in 45 games? Fuck all. He's won nothing. The border to blame as well because they should have had Bill with a one-year contract. Now, this is. Oh, I hate saying that. That mob did it with their manager. They gave him a one-year, time mean, year-on-year contract, and look what he done. And look how much money they made off him when they punted him down south. The guy was only a one-year contract. He was winning it, I mean, near, near all but one domestic title he lost out in. And then to turn around and tell me, say, we bring Bielan a uh, a project manager. It's just, questions need to be asked. It's fair enough to me saying that, ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, we'll st- we're still in every competition, so is Lovingston What if Livingston beat us. Is that what the time you say? Right, Bill goes that. Show this right, as she said, this board will not sack Bill. They won't. The soonest we'll get rid of him is Christmas, and the chances they are, your has st- being still in this league in Christmas are vit- virtually fucking nil. And I'm sorry I'm swearing so much people. I really, really try to know swear, but I'm just I'm fed up watching and hearing the same garbage week after week. And it was that bad, even Bill called it out. So unless he's took them in the day and ripped him out every single one a new one. And they need to come out and they need to come out Wednesday. And they need to absolutely rattle Livingston. Because if they don't, Bill's need to say, Do you want to know something? You're not putting that no fucking jersey on again because you don't deserve it. Sorry for the rank, guys. You knew it was coming. It's,
0: yeah, I mean, Curry, I mean, I, I, I cannot understand and share your frustration, you know. But, Bill, coming on to, uh, I mean, look, now that we've Curry's mentioned it, take a step back and look at the bigger picture because, you know, we've gone through a, a big rebuild of our squad and, you know, we've got we've lost Alfredo Morelos We've now got Cyril Dessers and, you know, I think that was his first league goal today, Cyril Dessers. And, and as, as Curry mentioned, I think he just got in the way of it. But uh, Matondo's shot, but eventually it flies in the net he gets the credit for the goal. But you would think, you know, the alarm bells are sounding here, do you know, in terms of our, our attacking play, the speed with which we do it, the quality of the players that we have. Michael Beale's ability to put an organised team on the pitch, that's got an, a style that we, we can recognise from, from the stands. Uh, I mean, he did say today he had some honest words with him at the end, but surely, I mean, things things should have progressed a bit more than this, I, I would have thought, in terms of, you know, the, the time that he's been in, identifying the targets. He's got some of the, the players that he wanted, uh, I haven't seen any appreciable, you know, improvement in quality, and and the most uh, worrying thing for me is that I, I I don't really see an identifiable style with which he's trying to play. He's laying on this team. He seems to chop and change. He, he makes substitutions like I mean, it, it dropped out the sky, and uh, there there are a few concerns I have. So I, I think the do we take action now? And, and, and Curry's, you know, mentioned the board. Should they step in and say, you know, save Michael Beal from any further torture and say, look, it's just not working out. We need to move on. We need, we need something we can hang our hat on. Because I don't see it at the moment. <clears throat>
1: uh, you mentioned the, uh, you mentioned the R word, rebuild. Um, and I don't think. I, I think we're all. Sort of, we all quite agree that that was a rebuild in the summer, I think, and it, and it was needed. We did need to turn things over. That squad had been together for far too long, and bringing new players in was the right thing to do, moving on old players and all of that. But I, I'm not kind of, you know, impatient enough to say that every player who comes in is going to hit the ground running and they'll all get it straight away and all of that. I think if we have a rebuild, It'll take a wee while and I'll be okay with that. But I, I, again, I, I you've, you've just said it. I said it before. The real trouble with having the rebuild is that I kind of see where things are headed. I kind of see what the manager wants the team to be doing. And if there's no identifiable style that I can see, did the players out there know what they're supposed to be doing? Are they clear on their instructions? Was it clear to everybody... When Matondo hobbled off and Suter came on, right lads were switching to a back three with two wing backs, or were switching to a defensive back five. Did they know what they were supposed to be doing? I would kind of question that. Um, you know, if the players don't know what they're supposed to be doing on the park, that is on the manager. And so, yeah, doing that rebuild in the summer. Like I say, if if I could see where things were going, if I could see that we had an identifiable style the manager was trying to get us to play then I would be much more patient than I am being to answer your question about should the board now step in football is a results-driven business and Bill had a couple of bad results, you know, we, we lost the mm-hmm. opening game, mm-hmm. game to Kilmarnock which was really you know, really, really bad um, we lost Celtic which was really, really bad and the board didn't step in since the international break, um, we've had three wins on the bounce and three clean sheets. I don't think the board would step in on that basis if they didn't step in before. I think you're looking at least the end of the calendar year before the board would entertain any notions, uh, barring some sort of embarrassing defeat to the likes of Livingston in the cup. You know, uh, I think if I, I know what Curry was saying there about if you know if we go in and we don't hammer Livingston. Um, but if we go out and beat Livingston one 0 I, I think for the the kind of point of view of the board, well, that's has won a fourth game on the bounce and kept mm-hmm. a fourth clean sheet. You know, they'll, they'll be looking at it longer term. They've got a lot of money invested in Michael Beale. They've still mm-hmm. got Giovanni Van Bronckhurst on gardening leave or whatever it is that he's doing, because I don't think he's he is anywhere else yet. So mm-hmm. they won't no. they won't make hasty decisions. They won't just jump in and go oh, you know, the fans are getting a wee bit restless. Because, you know, if if, if Bill between now and the end of December manages to get things to click with this mob, then you know, the board will go, oh, look, the fans are all back onside. We're hammering all these Diddy teams 4-5-0 again. Brilliant. We're, uh, you know, we're going to be in Europe after Christmas. Because that's, that's not the question. You know, we have got some talented players. We played well for the most part on Thursday night there against Betis. We we controlled most of that game after we came into it. And I, I know we were nervy the first half hour, but once we came into it we controlled most of that game. So yeah, I, I don't think we're anywhere close to the board to to step in. I think it'll be quite a wee while yet and things will have to get significantly worse in terms of results before the board step in. Uh personally, you know, before we got into the international break proper and Especially having come off the the back of the loss to Celtic, I was right there with everybody calling for Beal to go. But it was pretty clear, you know, once we get at the international break and Beal didn't go, it was pretty clear to me that well, actually, unless results take a big downturn this calendar year, then I think Beal will still be in a job for the New Year's Day game against Celtic. And if we're still in Europe after Christmas and all of that, I I don't think the board will act. Um my personal thoughts are he will probably get until the end of the season. And, you know, if we don't win anything this season, I, I think it would be unforgivable for the board not to do something at that stage. But you know, with the the other the other side to that is we, we all sat in the show a few weeks ago and said, Oh, you know, this this the guys who are now at the top in the club in, in terms of you know being on the board. They, they're not the guys who brought you in, so they might act quicker. But I, I yeah, for all the fan pressure and all of that, I just don't see. it. I'm reckoning it'll probably be at the end of the season before anything really happens.
0: I I think the the boards have. I mean this. Curry's mentioned that, you know, that since he brought up the board, you know. No. Scott, how, I want your take on this, because here's, and here's here's my view on it, is that Wednesday night, if we don't lift the League Cup, and we don't qualify out of that Europa League group section, then uh, Beals are gonna. You know, because I think our mm-hmm. trophy hall, you know, in the last five, six years, you know, we don't want to go back, all the way back to the banter years and all that, but the last five years, we're back in the top division, and their trophy haul is is shocking. It's mm-hmm. sometimes it takes outsiders, and maybe the just uh, stuff you've mentioned, there, bill, just reminds me of it. This isn't Rangers. Rangers win trophies, so mm-hmm. I, I, we now have the we've got Livingston at Ibrox. We'll have then two games in Glasgow to win this bloody trophy, and if we don't do it, I think um, Michael Beals a goner. If we don't add to that with the group section qualification for uh, European football after Christmas, I think he's also a goner. So you're right, Bill, it is a results-driven business. But Scott, what's your view on this? I mean, wh- wh- what's the point of no return for Michael Beale for you? See, wh- where where do we say enough is enough?
2: If Livingston pit is at the League Cup on Wednesday night, it's done. It's done. Yeah. There's never been a need mayor. To win mm-hmm. a trophy than this one right now, it's in front of him. There's no team in that <clears throat> that's left in that competition that should be able to stop his winning it. The only team that are in it are out. So it's a bare minimum requirement. I'm sitting here night, actually thinking that Livingston are going to come and David Martindale's going to pull a rabbit out of and turn this over on Wednesday night, to be brutally honest. And I think Bill's gone. It's a. Bold prediction, but I think just by the way, Bill's not getting any credit in the bank. He's no he never won a trophy. See if he won a trophy by that squad last season, he's got a wee bit of off his support. He's not got it. He's not got it. I've previously sat here and said that um, I thought Bill was going to go into bigger and better things when he'd finished his job at Rangers, etc. etc. I really don't think that the recruitment's worked. I don't think any of the signings have came forward as a plus apart for Jack Butland. He's the only one of them so far that's come through his Rangers class. I get what uh, Curry's saying about Sifuentes, but a boy's a boy has only played three, four matches at the most. Um, I'm not judging him yet, but I've got to say the rest of the signings for me are only good enough. Um injuries and stuff obviously playing a big part. But yes, with it, Three clean sheets and three wins. We had a big win on um Thursday night, but that sums up how we're feeling about the managers as a port when we're all we're all wanting them out this quickly. I mean we won a day. We won, we get three points. And we want them sacked. The vast majority of supporters coming through the comment want comments want them sacked tonight. And that's just how we're feeling as a support because we've been starved the trophies. For the last five years Or however long it's been um, I'm just counting us For being back in the SPFL again um, I just I, I I, genuinely think Livingston are going to come And turn us over on Wednesday night And it's done I think By Thursday morning We'll be looking for another manager That brings me on to my next point But market Are we going to be shopping in For a manager If we let Bill go Are you looking at David McInnes David Martindale Are you looking at some day up because there's nobody out there just now that's going to touch us with a bars pole with shiting in there right there's absolutely nobody the only one I could maybe think oh is Jesse Marsh because he he would a bit of a bad spell at the end of Leeds but Leeds are my English team and I don't want that that guy anywhere near anywhere near my football club he's a joke he's an absolute joke there football manager or soccer manager as he calls himself. Um, so I think we need to be careful in terms of what we wish for if It does not go away, and if Bill does leave, then who are we actually? Who do we want? Could you you tell Nutson? He's not going to come. Somebody told me the last time I was shouting about him that uh, he rejected Ajax in the summer. He's not going to touch Rangers. He's not coming to Rangers. What I want want in place is somebody with a proven track record that is not... I mean, somebody mentioned Neil Warnock in in the comments. Come on. Come on. Neil Warnock. I don't want somebody age like Neil Warnock, but I don't want somebody as young as Michael Beal or an up and coming coach either. I want somebody that's in the middle of that, that's coming in with a relevant experience, proven track record, and somebody that's maybe done it abroad or something. Um I mean I I'm just worried if we day if we sack Bill where we're gonna go, but then it can't get any worse for here. I think David McInnes is your own favourite for a job, to be brutally honest with you, David.
0: Yeah, I listen, I, I saw him on uh, BT the other night, or TNT, whatever it's called now, and it, it did cross my mind, you know, that cross, maybe that uh, says something about me, that, you know, when he was uh, he was doing the punditry, yeah, not going and, uh, we were just about to kick off against Betis, and it, it crossed my mind, because I says I wonder if uh, he'll be our next manager. I mean, just not that I want him to be our next manager, but I think right. he would be a candidate. So, Curry, I mean, the, the what talking about the game on Wednesday. You know, how do you think this is going to go? Because Michael Beals, you know, obviously said that at the end of today's game that he's had some honest words with his squad. So, will we see a response? And if we don't, is uh, I mean, because losing this tie on Wednesday night will be the end of him. I'm pretty sure of that. But we need to see something which we can uh, cling to, give us some hope. Because, you know, hand on my heart, I'm thinking, looking at that team today, are they capable of winning the league? And I'm not even going to answer that because I'll, I'll leave the, the answer to that you know, to your imagination because I'm not going to say it out loud. But and Wednesday night, it's, it's, it's a crucial test because we need to win trophies He's got one. Where the next, the three ties he needs to play in that that competition are all in Glasgow, you know. And we need to uh, we need to lift that trophy. I'm sure he understands that. I'm, i well. I'm, I hope he understands that. So Curry, tell us: is how's the game going on Wednesday? What what do you expect to see? What response to, are we going to get?
3: What I want and what I, we are going to see is probably completely two different things. Uh, As I. As I said earlier on, if Bill doesn't go see every single one of the players, get your finger out, and you better give me a performance that's worthy of being a Rangers player. And if they don't go out there and do it, then it proves two things: one, the players don't want him; and two, Bill Dummy doesn't he? doesn't know, know what he's doing. Uh, of course, I want to win. I would love Bill to turn everything around and turn us into a proper <laughs> football team that we're playing as a team. We're not playing as a team just now. That the, the team today, they, they actually looked as if it had been the first time they'd ever played together. That's how poor we were today. Uh, somebody was saying uh, Livingston beating us is, uh, is a bit of a weep." I'm sorry if you'd watched today's game. I can assure you it is no to me a weep at all. Martindale, for all this slaggings he gets because of his background and who he actually manages. People need to remember that Martindale, where he learnt his football trade, who's he in charge of? How much money he's got and what he's done with that club? How they're still in this league is unbelievable. He's already done it against Bill. He done it last season, if you remember, against us. So Martindale knows. Do you remember what he said? He turned his, I knew how they were going to play. He's not a daft man. He maybe come across as, (laughs) it's quite funny, because I I class myself, I'm like a Martindale. I'm no posh, I'm just, I'm just like your re scheme guy. I'll say how it is or how I feel it is. I don't have big fancy words and I don't talk posh and I don't have a voice that would... Well, our bill there, he'll tell you all the stories about that smooth voice that he's got and his successes that he's had over the phone, apparently. But let's not go in there. But I'll just say it how it is. If Martin deals the same, he'll say it how it is. It, if Livingston won it wouldn't surprise me. If Rangers put but up that, another display that they did, it wouldn't surprise me.
0: The opposition I mean, will always have a vote in the game. You know, there, there's there's two teams on the pitch. I mean, I would say from the Livingston game that we played earlier this season, you know, when we, we beat them 4-0, but aye. the three goals that we scored at the end put, put a bit of a gloss on on that. Well,
3: oh, I Dave. Know, the, aye, you're right there, Davey. I mean, you say that last game we had, when we beat them 4-0, yeah. it, it's... As you said, if you watched the game of the day and you look at the stats, you'd be like, you be like, why, why are they moaning?" Mm. But this is the first time that I can think of. I don't. I'll ask you, three guys and the, the people in the chat as well. That was the first time I've ever heard a Rangers side get booed after a win. Dave, you're a, you're a, you go to a lot of games. Same with you, Scott. You go to a lot of games. You probably when was the last time you heard Rangers supporters boo a win?
2: That, uh, says, that says it all. Dundee at home last season, Curry, when we won 1 0 against Dundee. One won 1 0 in the League Cup against Dundee. It was Geo that was in charge. That was the beginning and the end of Geo.
3: Exactly. Davis, I think Davis
2: was playing at a 10 at night and he scored or something. That I
3: says everything.
0: Yeah, I think there's a uh, there's I think it's just a a build up of frustration with the performances. You know that we, because uh, we know Motherwell did it to us last February, when we were two 0 up at half time and they ended up drawing two each. So we've seen this movie before. So the, the the concern today amongst the support, I mean, not was just the kind of level of performance. We didn't, we weren't creating chances. Well, we created some chances, but they were creating as many chances. So that game in the last fifteen minutes was on a knife edge. And I think the booing at the end was just uh, a, a reflection of of the supporters feeling, you know, what, how did we manage to get ourselves into that position? Why are we in this position when we're, you know, we're crossing our fingers and, and praying to all that's holy to try and get over the line here to beat Motherwell at Ibrox? You know, and I, I think that we, would, we had hoped, you know, from the rebuild that we would be in a far better position than what we are. So anyway, guys, listen, we're... we're Crashing onto the hour mark, so I'm going to come round to you. Well, we'll start with yourself and just give us a prediction for Wednesday, because I think Martin knows exactly how this game is going to go on Wednesday. He knows that if he holds out for the first half hour, then the crowd are going to be getting on the Rangers fans, the, uh, the Rangers team's back, and you know they'll end up being an ally for for Livingston rather than for Rangers. So part the bus will be a. Uh, the, the the bus will never be bigger than the the bus he's going to be bringing to Ibrox on Wednesday night because he knows that the, the there's very little you know in the bank for for Michael Beal and that if he could hold out till half time the second half might uh, turn in Livingston's favour so it's uh, hold on to your hat. Well, how how do you think this is going to go?
1: I think you summed it up there. Um, that's exactly what Davy Martindale's tactics tactics going to be. Fair play to him. You know, he's he's done it to us before. Uh to, like Curry referenced that game last year where Martin said, Well, I knew exactly what they would do, they would put crosses in the box and we were quite comfortable just heading them away. Uh I don't think that's what we're going to do this time because we don't really seem to get to the byline and put crosses in now either. That's also disappeared for our game mm. I do not I g I don't I don't see how we can play through Livingston the way that we're playing. You know, if they if they, they just camp up in their own box, uh, I also think some of the you know the, the they boys like Nukley and Anderson could actually be a bit of a threat to us, especially if Levy like, get a couple of set pieces up our end. Um, and like you say, you know, you get to half time and it's still nil nil and we've only had a few chances and it's boo. Oh, this it could be a really difficult night if we don't get an early goal. Uh, but as I am everly optimist, I'm going to say we will get an early goal. We'll maybe Kamal Roof will get one in the first 10 minutes that will send us going. And uh, my prediction is going to be that we'll 3-0, Rangers. Excellent.
0: Scott, Wednesday night, how's this going to be? Will we be looking for a manager on Thursday morning? Uh,
2: can I say no comment? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> one, I'm going to get filters. Um Obviously I want Rangers to win first and foremost, right? I really, really want Rangers to win. But um I've got shades of St. Johnston at Irooks Nick up, pitting us out an extra time and I've got all these flashbacks coming back. I think well, I think we're going to get put out and I think Bill's getting sacked. I can't get myself away from it. I just can't shake it at all. Just the way we're playing and everything just now, Davy. I think um I think it's written in the stars.
0: Yeah, yeah I think, I mean, the, the last uh, three games, you know, when we've kept clean sheets and all that, but the and the football hasn't been brilliant, and you're thinking there's... And, and you can tell from today the frustration from the stands. You know, someone's going to catch us. We're going to get caught somewhere. I really... Some
2: did, I, don't get me wrong. I really, really do hope I'm wrong. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I just think it's. I think it's going to be curtains in Thursday morning for Bill.
0: Okay, Curry, your turn. You get your crystal ball out. How's how's Wednesday night going to go?
3: What do you expect to see? What well, I expect to see, right? I'm going to go right against Evan the tonight. I think that we're going to come up. I think Bill might actually see the light and have a go at certain players that aren't performing and I think we're going to absolutely smash Livingston for nothing. Excellent. If that not, if it doesn't happen, well, but Scott said, hey, the guy's got a job. He has to be out a job and it doesn't matter how much it's going to cost because it's a simple matter of fact that if you can't it when that mob are out, and you can't deal against the likes of Motherwell and Livingston, you don't deserve to be here. And it's not just Bill; it's quite a few players as well. There's too many players in this team that have outstayed their welcome, mm-hmm. and they need to go as well. And everybody knows who they are. It's just a simple case: is, is this board get the balls? They say enough's enough. Forget about all the, the, the off-field stuff. Building museums and sports bars and all that. And start putting money where their mouth is. put money where their mouth is and getting things, things sorted out at our football club on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Because until that happens, that mob are going to be in front of us for another couple of years. As simple as that. If we don't start investing on our team we we that's us we're we're, we're going to find a long 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 season and another long long next season and season after that the money needs to start yeah. getting put on the pitch now
0: yeah that's the the comment i was making earlier was that you know this is not rangers we are uh, we we win trophies and we haven't been doing it of late and we need to get back to that that level of expectation i mean the, there's a danger with it. it; it turns all toxic in the stand, you know. And there's expectation and entitlement almost. But I think we need to take a wee step back here and say what we're doing at the moment and and the way this club is organised isn't the Rangers that, that I know. It's the Rangers you know that I've been, I've grew up with. So we need to get back. We need to get players on the pitch to actually understand the level of expectation and and deliver on it. And uh, I'm hoping to see. That, that kicks off mm-hmm. because I'm hoping that the honest words that Michael Beal had with that team today, where we're completely honest, and that you're not good enough, you're shy, and, and if you don't deliver, you're gone, because they they, they if he doesn't do that, they, they will ultimately get him the sack. When you look at Dessers up front, you're thinking, you know, we had, we had Alfredo with all these folks last season, but I, would you take him back now? I would enough, yep. and I knew you on yes, you would. Yeah, so you're thinking. Is Desa's going to sh- shoot us all the way to the league title? And you're thinking, mm. I need, to, <laughs> I'll, I'll need to th- have a few minutes to think about a, 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 a political answer for that one." But anyway, guys, we're going to. Uh, I'm going to cut it off there. So uh, it's, it rolls onto Wednesday. And I think Thursday night's pod will, could be interesting because uh, we will get we'll be in the aftermath of Wednesday night's game. But I want to see a reaction from these players that they care, that they're hurting, and that we uh, we need to improve our standards. We need to lift trophies. We can do something about that on Wednesday. So thanks for everyone who's uh, added to the comments tonight. And it's been... I think we just need to keep the faith here, guys. And, and uh, I know sometimes it's difficult because today is disappointing. And I mean, we had a wee lift on Thursday night when we beat Betis, who I thought would, would be a decent side. And I think that would be our hardest home tie in that group. So I think he will buy some time if he gets the League Cup and gets us out that group section. And Michael Beale will be going some way to delivering what we expect of him. But from today's performance, you're thinking, Jesus Christ, it's going to be bumpy. So we're going to leave it there, guys. Thanks very much. And uh, see you on Thursday. Thanks for the comments. Do like and subscribe on all the channels social media, say lovely things about us Uh, we'll see you on Thursday hopefully after a resounding victory we are the people